right, welcome back to the Take Two Podcast. This is episode two, where today we're going to be talking about our thoughts on Star Wars, where it's gone, where it came from, and just give our opinions on everything. And today we got two of the people that we missed last time. We got Tabor and Kaysen. Have them introduce themselves real quick. Tabor yeah, sure. Um, I'm Tabor. Uh, I love movies. I love uh, anything nerdy, really. I'm not so much into comics as Ben is, but... I'm just happy to talk about some movies. Um, I've liked them for a long time, and it's a great place to escape and pay attention to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Casey, you want to pick up? Yeah, um, very similar to Tabor. I'm a big nerd. Uh, I love movies. Uh, pretty big into comics. Um, not so much the mainstream ones, but I still think they're a really good uh, part of our culture. Um, yeah, I, I just I love sinking into the the fantastic worlds that uh, movies can create for us. All right, yeah. And Holden, Trevor, go ahead, say hi. Hey. Howdy, fellas. Back again. Yeah. Back again. All right, like I said, we're going to be talking about our thoughts on Star Wars, how it's evolved, if we think it's ended up in a good place, if it's in a bad place, what we like about it, what we hate about it, anything. Just have a discussion here. All right, who wants to start? Star Wars. We just drop in like right into it. What we think, or like yeah, let's just drop into it. Let's uh, let's oh. start with um, let's start with the first three. Start kind of at that that topic point. The original trilogy. Good well, I mean, it's an original idea, yeah. you know, and I think true. That's yeah. why people really loved it, and. You know, it was something people have never seen before, you know, like laser swords and like, you know, little green dudes like Yoda. Um, it's definitely, mm-hmm. yeah. I think it has, like, I can see why it's loved and why it's like, you know, such, so big in um, pop culture. But then I think they really milked it, which we'll talk about later. But, mm-hmm. but George Lucas's original idea assisted by you know critics and people he appreciated and could take their opinion it really the first three star wars um whether you think the movies are bland whether you really enjoy them i think that uh they really do come off as just like their very own original idea um it's i think it's the coolest way to have sound in space yeah, yeah. i feel like i feel like you can really see the passion uh, in the original three, just like how much love and care was put into it. And I feel like um, with the original trilogy, it really paved the way for a lot of the modern sci-fi films we see today. Oh, like, truly, I, yeah. I mean, yeah, like so, there's so many that take inspiration from it uh, with the setting and with like the different worlds. I don't think we'd be where we are today without it. Yeah, you can't really... Uh make a new space movie without someone saying, oh, they're just trying to redo Star Wars. They're trying to make their own Star Wars. Yeah. Or like, oh, this kind of reminded me of Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah. It's It's either they're copying Star Wars or they're taking after Apollo 13. That's the options. We don't talk about that one. (laughs) (laughs) What's your guys' opinion on the original trilogy? Like, Do you guys like it? Dislike it? I like it. What what does it mean to you guys? I I think that it is like a major staple in a lot of people's childhoods. Like, like right. for our generation, like the generation before us, it was like, yeah, I remember going to the movie and getting really excited about it. And like, now it's like, yeah, I remember the first time I watched it with my dad or something like that. Like, I think a lot of it is yeah. nostalgia, yes. but it's oh, also yeah. a pretty well-written story. Truly. Oh, yeah, I exactly. Agree. <laughs> Yeah, I, a lot of my childhood I spent, um, like, in the shadow of my dad's love for Star Wars. Like, all of my toys, like, the first toys I played with were his old Star Wars figures. Um, I was super hyped to watch them with him. I, Yeah, the original trilogy was, like, a really big part uh, of my life as a kid. And, um, you know, another important part of Star Wars, I think that it gets recognized enough, but it's important to talk about for us is... Um, like the add-ons, like um, say Star Wars, um, like that it created that they, these three original ones mm-hmm. they created. Obviously, there's the the prequels and there's the sequels, but it also created this whole gateway for like stuff like uh, Star Wars: The Clone Wars, The Mandalorian, Star Wars Rebels, stuff like that. That um, 
those all really added to my childhood. I mean, not the Mandalorian. I'm an adult now, but you know. Oh yeah. Yeah, I really like the Clone Wars. Yeah, I feel like, and you can't have you can't have any yeah. of that stuff without the Agreed. original trilogy. But I've never been that and, big of a yeah. fan of Star Wars in general. So. Yeah. Yeah, me neither. But I've loved Star, Star Wars since I was a yes, since I was a kid. But. Yeah. Well, like that's one thing that I really appreciate the original trilogy for is that, um, especially with the Clone Wars, the way it branched off, um, it allowed a lot of people to like. Uh, get into it without having like any prior knowledge just because of how like widespread it was and mm-hmm. I, I, I seriously doubt that there are many kids or at least people our age these days that didn't watch a couple episodes of the clone wars when they were kids yeah and kim mm-hmm. you know what else okay so on the original star wars i just want to say the way that they did the effects for that movie is almost my favorite part of the whole movie. I get just in the production portion of it. Um, it was grounded. It was amazing. It's fantastic to watch how they did that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Um, I just watched the new hope today and the scene where Obi-Wan is sitting on like the antenna or whatever you want to call it. And he's like pulling the levers, cutting the power. Um, the way that's done is it was just like a pole that they made and they put a bunch of pillows on the ground and then they just shot the shot the camera through the glass and the glass was painted to look like there's a floor around him. That's awesome. <laughs> wow, yeah. They, just, they did so many. And then um, another thing that I think is really funny is when they're flying through an asteroid field, most of the asteroids that they have there are just potatoes, like painted <laughs> gray. <laughs> they're just moving around. Funny. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I really, I really appreciate the fact that even like even today in 2020, the original trilogy still holds up against like modern day movies. Like, obviously, it's aged, but like, yeah, the effects are still groundbreaking. Yeah. It's all practical effects for well, it's like puppets and stuff. Yeah. Unlike the prequels, where it's just like 100 percent CGI. Yeah, and we yeah. all know CGI. Yeah. <laughs> when I was watching the original today, um. It's the one where George Lucas went back. And yeah, he just added a bunch stuff. of random crap in there. Yeah. Like yeah, he added some CG and it just it really took yeah. me out of the movie. Oh yeah. Like um I think it's I think it is in a new hope when they added a job of the Hutt scene with Han. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so it just rips you out of the moment because it looks so awkward against the like entire design of the movie. It and then the Han and Greedo scene, the way they make Han just move out. Yeah, the way so his head unnatural. shifts. Uh. Yeah, it's unrealistic. I don't. I think those movies should just should have been left alone. They yeah. don't need to be touched. Yeah, I like agree. I, I think, I think that CGI uh, is like way too overused. I because practical effects, there's just no competition against practical effects, and CGI obviously has its place. Uh, but I think it should be better used to complement practical effects and just like kind of you know etch out the rough ends i agree like and I, so yeah and that's my problem with the prequels <laughs> i think that's definitely yeah. where the love hate relationship for george lucas came from because like you love him for uh-huh. creating star wars and like this fantastic world but then you hate him for randomly putting cgi in his old movies that didn't need to be touched yeah and then just also making the prequels and like yeah well i i i do understand the cgi like part i I understand why he would want to uh quote unquote improve on his movies because the original trilogy was so yeah it was so groundbreaking i i i can definitely see why he would want to uh use another groundbreaking uh product but it just it just doesn't like it doesn't yeah. mesh well with his and I original think it design. Messes with a lot of the charm of the original trilogy because it just like a part of that was like seeing Yoda like as a puppet. Like that's kind of funny and it's kind mm-hmm. of charming and it really like yeah. It, it's just a part of the world. So when you take that kind of thing out of it, yeah. it's just like it kind of ruins it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because seeing Yoda as a puppet hobbling around, it, it doesn't like rip you out of uh, your attention on the on the movie because the entire world is like mm-hmm. that. Like, there's so many different aliens that resemble that like structure, 
you know, but when you see a CGI one, it just, it, it's so obviously not the original intent. Uh, and so I wanted to say too, the only correlation to when they added Job the Hut to the original movie that I have is like I bought a copy of it at some like garage sale or something. I was super hyped to watch it on like VHS. Like that was, that was awesome for me just to watch it on that as a, like a 10 year old kid. So I bought it. I get home and I pull it out of the case, very excited to see how they incorporated Jabba. Uh, and the movie was the <laughs> Lord of the Rings. So that was very disappointing <laughs> to find Lord of the Rings <laughs> inside of the Star Wars box. This isn't Star Wars. <laughs> Probably got better Jabba's though. <laughs> Probably, honestly. Should we move on to the prequels or anything else? Yeah. I, yeah. yeah the prequels are yeah. definitely... Uh, There's something I have the most to say about. Yeah. Well, I think um, we can start out with addressing what, like, uh, how big of a part the prequels have become in, like, pop culture and, yeah, like, even like, agree. memes and everything. Meme culture, yeah. <laughs> yeah, a lot of memes. In a way, uh, I think um, you can go ahead. Our, our, um, the generation before us, they grew up with the originals. So they were super excited. And then we kind of like grew up in the age between the prequels and the sequels. And so we've just been like Star wars out. And I think the prequels are like kind of hated. But I think our generation likes them more than the original. Like the original generation that watched Star Wars. I, yeah, I would agree I with can, that. I can relate. I guess... Um, to the storylines more of the of the prequels, mm-hmm. like it, it, being the age I am, being Gen Z and all. Um, I definitely <laughs> appreciate the thought put into the story, regardless of acting, regardless of effects. Just the thought put into how are we going to tie together everything we made? You know, I guess it was probably twenty years ago or less when they made the first one. How are we going to tie all of this, all of the um, just excitement we've built up to happen before, how are we going to put all of that into a movie and make people enjoy it and not hate it? Mm-hmm. But they did they did a good job. I don't think they did bad, regardless of acting, regardless of and the anything scripts. else. Oh, yeah, man. regardless of script, there's the story. But there's some, there's some yeah, no. performances. Agreed. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I, I hold nothing against Hayden Christensen. I, I feel like when people think bad acting in the prequels, it's all kind of pushed onto him. But I, I, I think he like completely embodied Anakin Skywalker. I like agree. you can't imagine Anakin Skywalker without him now. It was just I, yeah. I put almost all of it on the script because well, I think that, he's a fine actor. That was an edit. That is my most okay with edit that they have in the original prequels is adding Hayden Christensen as Anakin Skywalker. That's that's the one I have the most yeah. the the least problem with. It's I like that that they did that. Yeah, back to what yeah. uh, Tabor and Ben were saying about it, like just being a huge part of pop culture. I completely agree with that, and that's why. And we also grew up with these movies, and so I feel like the prequels now have just had a bigger impact. I mean, you wouldn't have the Clone Wars, you know, without the prequels. Um, you probably wouldn't yeah. have Star Wars Rebels without. You know the Clone Wars, so uh huh. It just perfectly yeah, expanded on the universe. You know, Star yeah. Wars. The Clone Wars is oh, it's my favorite part of Star Wars. But I'll get to that later. It's, it's as so much good. as the prequels yeah. get hated for, um, they have really cool lightsaber fights, and like that's a big part. And that's something uh-huh. I wish they would have done. And it did so much in the new sequels because mm-hmm. the only reason why they didn't do that in the original trilogy is just because you know, like the time. I feel you know. Like, yeah, and I and I'd say yeah, funding too. too. Like the amount of money that it would take to choreograph so that kind I of feel stuff. Like the sequels, you know, like I wanted to see more of those like cool lightsaber fights that they had in the prequels. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah I completely agree. Have you guys um seen that edit um where someone remade the fight between uh Obi Wan and Darth Vader? Yeah, I have. Yeah. Yeah. Oh I yeah, like I have that so that. much better. Not that it was bad. Not that it. <laughs> in the original but it just no, it was bad. It oh was it was bad. bad i just mean but back then <laughs> it was like three there swings. was there was no 
expectation for lightsaber fighting. That wasn't a thing. Back when it was made... They didn't have the technology. Exactly. When it was made, that was awesome. That was very cool to have three swings and someone dies. That was crazy. But looking back on it and looking, comparing it to even the the last three they just made that are, you know... But those lightsaber fights are way more epic, you know? But... I, I really, yeah. I really do. I agree with you guys. I appreciate that they they added in uh, significant lightsaber fights that ended up looking very cool. Even if they really didn't make much sense with the movements, but they were. Well, I've, I've oh, heard yeah. the explanation oh, yes. of like, so everybody hates on the Anakin versus Obi Wan fight when they're just like swinging around, you know, in that one moment. But um, somebody uh-huh. explained mm-hmm. it that um, they're both predicting each other's like next move. And so, yeah. like, that's why that, like, mm-hmm. swinging is going on it's, for so long. It's because they don't know where to hit because they're both – they've trained together for so long, and they know each mm-hmm. other's fighting. So it's, yeah. I agree, and it's a really cool example. I know there's a, a few different lightsaber-style fightings, and I know Anakin and Obi-Wan both use a different one. And uh, in that scene, um, they are both using their knowledge equally of – the lightsaber fighting styles they use to fight each other and they're perfectly matching each other and it's very cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cuz they they don't they not only know uh their own uh fighting styles but they're uh, like they're probably so well versed with each other's mm-hmm. that it's really easy for them to predict exactly what their opponent's going to do. Yeah, because Anakin learned everything Obi-Wan had to tell him and Obi-Wan watched Anakin learn everything else Anakin wanted to learn. And probably assisted mm-hmm. in teaching him everything he couldn't teach him. He was still there watching him learn it. Yeah, exactly. And my that's um, a good example of that. Yeah, my thoughts on the prequels, um, just in general, I, I feel like they're somewhat wasted potential. Like I, I really appreciate everything that they tried to do, and it just they they were so passionate. And it's so obvious uh, what they were going for. And it, it just had so much more going on than the original trilogy. That's something I really appreciate. Because, like, you've got a civil war brewing. You've got a whole uh, galactic republic. You've got all these cool different characters Jar-Jar. introduced. <laughs> but they just, they never had, yeah, Jar Jar. No, no, we don't talk about that one. <laughs> but, yeah, you've got, like, Plo Koon. You've got uh, Mace Windu. And there's there's just so much potential Um it's just it was held back by like the writing and just the direction that it was taken in could you imagine how much cooler sam jackson in space could have been (laughs) exactly well i think we can't talk about the prequels without bringing up oh my god i think the best thing to come out of the prequels yes 100 percent. easily my favorite star wars character of of all time like do you think of the old guy from the original trilogy no, you you think of the prequel. No. Oh, definitely Ian not. Rager, you know, said that weird, but yeah. <laughs> you think of him. <laughs> yeah. <Okay>. You think. <laughs> you think of him with his nice white shoulder pads, the Galactic Republic symbol on his uh, left shoulder, or maybe his right. Um, and you think of his weird little tan tunic, his nice beard. Well, yeah, I think of him really actually more in the Jedi robes from episodes one, two, and three. But Clone Wars definitely overshadows um, just the amount of content I watched of Clone Wars versus the movies. It, I agree with you, Casey. It overshadows the original Ewan McGregor, even like just. Oh yeah. Well, they just brought so much more character to all of the different like characters oh, yeah. introduced. That's what and, I love about the Clone Wars. Not to veer off of the topic of the prequels, I mean, but I just... Prequel territory. They well, really, I, mean, I feel like if the you Clone think, Wars... Yeah, it's prequel, yeah, it's prequel territory, yeah. Yeah, I, I feel like the Clone Wars was just the perfect like series for them to introduce, because it expanded on the world that they wanted to originally expand on, and it, it, it brought so much different like depth and development to all these characters that you maybe saw once or twice in the original trilogy. Certainly. And um, even though, uh, you know, when you watch um, like Star Wars, the Clone Wars, even though um, Obi-Wan is voiced by someone else, I, you still think of, you know, McGregor, no matter who voices him. It's got that same snark. Oh Yeah. And he was just so important that they're going to 
most likely give him a TV show. It keeps getting canceled and read, read announced, but I'm sure it's going to come out eventually. Yeah, everybody just loves his Obi Wan. So yeah, much. it just keeps getting delayed. I heard it was supposed to start mm-hmm. filming in like March, but yeah. I, I that you know information changes so much these days. Um, as I'm reading this, I never realized, but in Star Wars: The Clone Wars, um, Mace Windu was played by Sam Jackson still, and Count Dooku is still Christopher mm-hmm. Lee. I didn't really? realize that. Yeah, I did, definitely didn't expect the Count Dooku one. No, I didn't. I didn't even expect Sam Jackson. That's a A-list actor. How having him in a kids' TV show—that's crazy. It's a TV show for men. Oh, that's yeah. just how cool he is. Fine, a men's TV show made for children. <laughs> Big boys like Clone Wars. That's a fact. It's true. I think we all just have a bunch of things we like yeah. about. Uh, the prequels, and then there's just some things we agree that aren't as good as yeah. they no, could have been. No. There's, oh, there's yeah. definitely a lot of bad with the prequels, but you know, like we, like you said, it's what we grew up with, and it, you know, made a lot of mm-hmm. like it. The prequels have a bigger impact on pop culture now than um, the original trilogy did. So, yeah, they kind of have like a second life right now. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. But, yeah, they've definitely aged well in the modern day. And um, another fun fact I'll add about Clone Wars is uh, it was still Anthony Daniels who played C-3PO. That's kind of mm-hmm. cool. I didn't know that. Well, that's yeah. because he's just like nobody he's else. He's C-3PO, he C-3PO, yeah. <laughs> or C-3PO, 3CPO. Goodness gracious. <laughs> Apparently Mark Hamill actually came back for the Clone Wars to voice another character. Yeah. He does Darth Bane. Oh, that's sweet. Uh, should we do spin-offs or go into the sequel trilogy? Let's go into the sequels think, and then um, talk yeah, about I think how we much we do the sequels. Uh, Let's yeah. end on a high note. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Let's go I think they're garbage. Kason, I think you... Oh, go ahead, Tabor. Tabor, you tell us what you think. I think for being tied for the seventh most expensive, eleventh, and thirteenth most expensive movies in history ever made, they are garbage. Hundred percent agree. Hundred percent. The I I think think the biggest problem with them is the change in directors through all three. Because yeah, I agree. Like. They they just both have two completely different styles of directing. Yeah, because the first one, first one, same director. Third one, same director. But then you got the second one. It's just it's too different. Yeah, and like not saying that um, Ron or whatever his name is, uh, the Last Jedi director, Brian Johnson. Brian Johnson. He's not a bad director. He did Knives Out. I just think he was the wrong. I agree. Wasn't it J.J. Abrams that did um, Seven and Nine? Yeah. 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 He. I think if he had done the second one, the the sequels would have tied together a lot better. They would have been much more, much better Mm -hmm. received, much better movies. But they just they are more consistent. And I, yeah, I like Brian Johnson's directing better because it. The way that I've heard it like described Mm -hmm. is like. J.J. Abrams took it like, like if you think about it as two kids playing with like Star Wars toys in the sandbox, you just J.J. Yep. Abrams just slamming characters that he likes together, um, just like making a whole mess of it. And then Ryan Johnson comes in and picks up these toys that he's abandoned in the sandbox and just makes like an actual story out of it. Like he. He's like doing a Barbie dream house kind of thing. And then J.J. Abrams gets mad yeah. that his characters are like that. So he just makes it like explosion. This happens. Everyone dies. No one dies. Actually, Chewbacca didn't Palpatine's die. Back. Palpatine's back. Yeah. Snoke yeah. was a joke. Yeah. Ha. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, Literally, oh Kylo Ren? Ren? He's good now. Yeah, so he, good it, guy. It, I mean, he was he was always made to be good, but the way they did it, I just, yeah, but I just didn't appreciate the directing. I think Kylo Ren is the strongest character, primarily because of Adam Driver, but he's still really yeah. inconsistent. 
Because you see in the intro, like in the open, not the opening scene, but in one of the first scenes of The Last Jedi, he very willingly and adamantly attempts to kill his mother with no remorse. And then in the third one, he's when she dies, he's just like, okay, yeah. I'm good now. Well, okay, but I'm gonna rebut. I'm gonna I'm gonna rebuttal that. In in the second of the sequels, so episode eight, he he doesn't actually have the guts to kill his mom. Um, anytime, like when he's flying up on the ship and about to shoot the missiles, he senses his mom and he can't do it. He has to the the troopers do it because it's what they were ordered to do. He didn't have enough time to think to stop him, but it, it ended up happening. And I, I don't think, I don't think he had the, I don't think in the first two movies, in any of the movies he was in, I don't think he had the guts to kill his mom. I don't think he could have done it. His dad was a different story, but you, you, you're, it's his mom. I don't think he ever could have killed yeah. Leia. I don't think he had the guts no. to do it. He also could have. Yeah. Stopped okay, him. that's fair. But that's fair. But but I'm not trying to devoid your point. I w- yeah. So what do you think? Yeah. Okay, no, no, so- no. 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 That's completely fair. I just think that, that that brings up another good point. No one would have really gotten that unless they are extremely like focused on Star Wars. You know, like if they're really big Star Wars fans. The movies, if the movies wanted to use Leia as his crutch and as Kylo Ren's only path back to the light side, they should have shown it a lot more. I because agree. Because it is never like, yeah, it, it's... Not once in the series is it ever like explicitly shown that that is his soft spot. He That's hardly the- ever even mentions her. It is heavily, heavily implied, but it's never That's the stated. thing where I think J.J. Abrams actually kind of messed up. I mean, in reality, so I, I will agree that Ryan Johnson's film is the worst. The last shot. Well, actually, I think Rise of Skywalker is the worst, but um i think jj abrams is really the one who messed it up starting from the force awakens by not explaining like enough you know i know like they want that suspense and like want like those questions to be answered later like i understand that yeah but then why would you you know like it just seems he left so much open for the next person to just completely yeah destroy yeah yeah and you know that's a good point, Kason. I see. I see what Kason's saying now that you said that, Trevor. Like in Episode Seven, the fact that Kylo Ren just he just kills mm-hmm. um, Han Solo just makes him seem like a doesn't like think a about it that much. Villain. Pretends to care. I could see in that how in that first movie how he could just literally if his mom was standing there just turn around and kill her too. I could I could totally see that, and it's not mm-hmm. displayed until episode eight that he doesn't have the guts to kill his mom. But yeah, I, so I can see where you're coming from case. And I do agree. Yeah. JJ Abrams left that way too open-ended. Like, yeah, that's, yeah, that's another good point. JJ Abrams, just with the, with the first uh, entry in the sequels, he leaves so many open-ended stories with no real um, conclusion to them. So Ryan Johnson kind of had to pick up the pieces and make yeah, his own thing. I don't agree with the way he did it. Yeah, I, I don't really appreciate. I mean, it. I appreciate the effort, but I don't agree with the way he did it. Yeah, but like he didn't have all that much to work with. He had to incorporate Luke somehow, and there's just there's just so many open ended like parts of the seventh yeah. movie that he had so, to try was, to like cover up. I want to add to about the seventh movie. He left it open ended because he, whether what, no matter what he told him, I'm I'm almost certain he knew from the very beginning this. He thought this was the only Star Wars movie he was going to do. He wasn't planning on doing another one. He thought that'd be too stressful. But uh, he, um, Abrams, definitely he left it open for another director, and that other director took it and he took it the direction he wanted. But then when he came back, he he just rejected. He rejected that, that right. vision way too much, so much that he almost ended up ruining the first two movies completely. Like he almost ended up just destroying yeah, point, any value they had. Gone with what Ryan Johnson I, had created instead of retcon after retcon. Yeah, just making a big mess. He should have realized, okay, I said I'm not going to do this, so I'm going to go off of what Ryan Johnson did. I'm gonna I'm gonna continue his vision with my own you know, my own spin on it, but he didn't. 
he completely changed it back yeah. to his version as best as he could and totally tried to cut out uh, Johnson's think... version of it. He basically tried yeah. to make two movies in one. I do appreciate, though, that he made Rose a very minor character. Uh, I really I, I don't like Rose. The worst thing that yeah, J.J. Like Abrams that did in the final sequel was make Ray's grandpa Palpatine. Because basically the entire was terrible idea. The mm-hmm. movie was that even if you come from nowhere, you can become something. Like that was literally the entire point yeah, of making like, the stable yeah. kid be the end screen of the movie, and then they're just like, "Oh yeah," and then Ryan Johnson's like, "Actually, yeah. you have a magic space grandpa, so you can't do anything unless you have a magic space grandpa." Yeah, Johnson yeah. Abrams Abrams did that. Johnson didn't do that. Yeah, yeah. I know. What that, you're yeah, saying, that brings up another. That brings up another topic I'd like to uh, branch off on. Um, a lot of the, uh, a lot of the arguments that they make about why the sequel trilogy and like switching directors wasn't that big of a deal um and how they hadn't planned out the sequel trilogy at all is because they didn't plan out the original trilogy but the original trilogy had one director the entire time who was using his own vision and his own style yeah not only the whole series yeah not only did he direct it he he created it so yeah and and that's yeah that's where i'd like to say i feel like if they wanted to make um, a very successful and fan-loved sequel trilogy, they had two options. They could either follow the story of the original characters in the original trilogy, which is what I feel like a lot of people were expecting, you know, follow the Skywalker family, or they could do, or they completely separate themselves from that and have a completely new story with different characters that didn't relate to them. Instead, we got this big mashup of, like, randomly introducing old characters not doing what anyone wanted with them especially with luke in my opinion uh but also with this like random hash of new characters that just they they couldn't escape the shadow of the original characters oh i agree and i think the problem oh, oh, go ahead ben the problem with the sequels is they just had commitment issues they couldn't commit to a single thing and so they were just all over the place mm-hmm. Like, they made Finn, who was set up to be a really cool character, who was a stormtrooper who left the Empire, and he was going to be a Jedi. And that was a really cool backstory. And then they just sidelined him for the next two movies. Yeah. Exactly. It's terrible. Same thing with Poe. Poe was set up to be, like, the next Han Solo, and he was super cool. And then they just don't really give him I agree. The intro to Episode Eight was almost it almost made you think Poe was going to be a major character but it turns out he was just some comic mm-hmm. relief for the beginning for whatever reason they made him comic relief in the beginning and i i hate that i hate that they did that yeah and then they kicked him around for the rest of the movie yep. and like they 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 wanted you to fall in love with this character but then they all the other characters made him out to be the villain oh yeah and and honestly, I could I can say this. Poe is probably um, he's probably my favorite character in in all of the Star Wars. And I just I really wish they could have made him a significantly more have a significant impact in the eighth movie. The seventh movie, it was his his quote unquote death was to inspire Finn to save Ray and all of that. But then you see he's not dead. Okay, let's go to the seventh movie and let's make him this huge character. And they think you make they make you think that they're going to make him this great character, and then, like Kason said, they sideline him and kick him around, and it's it's very disappointing. Mm-hmm. And they just, if they were going to do different directors, they just both needed to sit down and make it one story to see. I agree. They should have. At Rather the very least, not talk yeah. They should have at the very least exchanged notes. They didn't have it like, planned seriously. At all. Yeah. Yeah. No. No, there was no planning no. whatsoever. And like with the original okay. trilogy, sorry Ben, you can go. I was going to say the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> with the original trilogy, they didn't plan much out, but they were more organized. Like they didn't they didn't plan for Luke and Leia to be siblings. They just kind of threw and that in. Can I also way. add? But it, so you get that weird relationship yeah, in the beginning. Yeah. And I'm going to I want to say too like with the original trilogy, they made the sequel to that almost a carbon copy, like the storyline 
is almost a copy mm-hmm. of the original trilogy. And I, it's not disappointing. I don't hate it, but it it doesn't make sense the way they did it. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Yeah. I, the, do you have um, anything to add, Jason? I do. So with the original trilogy, um, think, think of it as if you were creating your own characters for your own story and you released one, like one movie and then you had complete control over the next two movies. Obviously you're going to do exactly like what you want to do with it. I feel like in George Lucas's position, it was way easier to keep a, a consistent tone and a consistent trilogy across all three movies because it's his own work and it's his own passion. But in the new trilogy, it, it, it didn't feel passionate at all. It felt like a, a big corporate, you know, yeah, entity. I agree. I wish the, the producers, I don't know what they did. I don't know if they had a sit down with George Lucas or if they didn't. Yeah, but regardless of it, if they did it. or didn't, have a sit down with George Lucas. Exactly. Have a sit down with George Lucas and ask him what he thinks should happen. Because even the original oh, yeah, trilogy of Star Wars, it's not George Lucas's original idea. It's very critiqued. It's very fine tuned. His original idea is a little bit, it's a little more far fetched. It's like I don't think it would have hit as well if he just went with his idea. But so many yeah. of idea, his ideas still made it into the original trilogy. They should have sat down with him. They should have talked to him and asked him what he would have done, and then based their own version off of what he would have done. Yeah. Yeah, Ben, you can fact check me on this. I do think that they went to George Lucas and like asked him about what his ideas would be for a sequel trilogy. But from what I have heard, I think they just completely turned all of it down. I think from George Lucas himself, he said that he gave them like a script of what he wanted and they just handed it back like they didn't want anything to do with it. And then they did their own thing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I well, agree. They should have taken his idea. Audit, so they didn't need Lucas's. That's what thought. they thought. But... All right. We get on sequels? Yeah. I, think we yeah. I will say, though. I, I, I don't want to go into the other characters. <laughs> I want to finish out on sequels, though. Honestly, the ninth mm-hmm. Star Wars, in terms of special effects, in terms of fight scenes and everything, cut out the story, cut out the acting. Yeah. If you go to fight General scenes, special effects. Quality. General production quality, yeah. It is my absolute favorite Star Wars movie. Episode 9. It's just amazing. It is very beautiful. Like, I I think that the final scene doesn't make a lot of sense in Star Wars canon, and I I have a lot of problems with it. But Me too. Just just the sight of it is so fun to watch. Like, with with Palpatine shooting the lightning up and nailing all of the ships. That's such a beautiful scene. Oh, but it just, I think it, bringing I back think Palpatine in the world was just of Star Wars. lazy and redundant and and ruined it. Oh, that was I such a cop out. One hundred percent agree. It because it ruined Anakin's legacy of being the chosen one. It ruined Luke's legacy of being I, the chosen. Yeah, one. it ruined I agree. Luke's sacrifice. Um, yeah, it ruined the entirety Ray, yeah. of. All there's, six original movies. There's no prophecy that is stated that indicates, even to me at least, I don't know. I'm not going off facts. I'm going off opinion. There's no prophecy that indicates that's ever mentioned that Ray is the chosen one. There's there's nothing that says that. It's it is Anakin every time, and that's proven in the end of the original trilogy, backed up by the prequels, mm-hmm. that Anakin is the chosen. But not one. anymore because they he brought just, back he is. Scene and mm-hmm. ruined it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. He, he never killed then, him, yeah, so that's that, like, oh, well, not only is Anakin and Obi-Wan and every Jedi from the original Jedi Order just stupid for not realizing, hey, by the way, Ray, Ray is it now. Yoda was too dumb to even realize. That's yeah. just – that's almost offensive to me. Yeah. Yeah. And I that brings me back to my previous point. I don't think that they should have – like the, the, the path that they went with the sequel trilogy – is the worst path, in my opinion, that they could have gone with because they should have either distanced themselves completely so they had complete creative freedom yeah. from the original trilogy. And, you, you know, like if, if you if you want to make a, a, like a sequel trilogy to a beloved series, obviously people are going to expect like their favorite characters to return in some way. But in the original six movies, Palpatine is the villain. It's very obvious. Palpatine is 
the hurdle that all of the heroes have to get over. And then the sequel trilogy, Palpatine is never mentioned until the final movie. If they wanted uh, a direct continuation of the original trilogy, Palpatine should have been the villain from the very beginning. Right, should we move on to spinoffs? Right. Yeah. I think we I like Rogue One. Talk about Rogue One. Solo. So I'm going to say, I'm going to yeah, I'm going to say at the beginning here. I agree, Trevor. I love Rogue One, and I love the solo. I think movie. Rogue One's entertaining. It's a, it's amazing. They're great movies, and I'm going to just I'm going to say this once. This is the only time I'm going to say it. I am not personally attached to um, Harrison Ford playing Han Solo. So Rogue One to me, or excuse me, Solo to me Solo. is is an awesome movie. I, I think it's a good explanation of why Han Solo began the way he's how he ended up. Solo it, it's a, a good, good way to show movie. how he ended. Up. Uh, in my like, in my opinion, I really enjoy Solo. I would rather watch Solo than any of the sequel movies. Um, I think it, it's a, it's a good space mm-hmm. adventure movie. You know, I agree. And I don't care that it's. Not Harrison oh, Ford yeah. either. I mean, I love Harrison Ford, but you know. Oh yeah, me too. Harrison Ford's an awesome actor. But, he, I, I love him in. <laughs> I don't love Indiana Jones, but I love him in Indiana Jones. He's great, <laughs> and I love him in. <laughs> I love him in um, yeah. the Jack Ryan series too. He is my absolute favorite Jack Ryan. He's the best, Harrison Ford. But Solo shows. That you can have but on Solo without Harrison with that, Ford. And that's why I feel like Solo's hated on. You disagree with that? Mm-hmm. Explain. I do disagree with that. Yeah, but Oh, uh, well, I love Harrison Ford as Han Solo. So when I watch Solo, I think that... I forgot the actor's name. He did, a, he did a pretty good job. But when I watch that, I don't think of him as Han Solo. I just think of him um, as a new character. Something... I think that's the only way that I, no, I see where you're going from. And I think it'd be really cool. So obviously Harrison Ford, he doesn't care about Star Wars. Like he doesn't, he doesn't care about a majority of his movies. And I, I love that about Harrison Ford. He yeah. likes Indiana Jones. And I love that about Harrison Ford. He, he just money, man. That's, that's, but, um, mm-hmm. Harrison Ford, I, I really wish he did care about Star Wars, and I wish he could have been involved in the directing of Solo. That I feel like that would have made it just amazing, but he doesn't. So, see the the directing oh, yeah. is another thing with that movie because it was a mess. Because the original directors were the directors of Spider Verse, and they were going to come in and they had a whole script set out, and then quote unquote creative mm-hmm. differences. Uh, arose and they got ron howard to come in and in my opinion i think solo is the boringest star wars oh yeah made. And can i add to solo okay so solo having darth maul at the end i i don't hate it but okay if solo bring that up yeah if so here's my i'll, I'll let you continue after me Kason. but solo with darth maul Okay, so Han Solo, yeah, he's a little bit older than Luke and Leia. But in Rebels, um, Obi-Wan kills Darth Maul. How how much distance is actually between when Obi-Wan kills Darth Maul in Rebels and then just Darth Maul being in Solo? I, I, I feel like that's there's not enough distance there to validate Darth Maul being in charge of this large, huge crime ring, huge crime boss – and then just dying in Rebels. I I don't feel like there's enough yeah. time gap there. Yeah, that's my... That, that, I mean, I know that Darth Maul's random scene in that movie doesn't have a lot to do with the movie, oh, like, no. hardly at all, aside from, you know, Han Solo's weird love interest. It just shows that but, he was pulling the strings, which is interesting on yeah. its own, but... Yeah, it just... It, it feels to me like a very fan service moment, because... When that movie came out, we already knew Darth Maul's entire story. Like, you follow it through the Clone yeah. Wars, and when you get into Rebels, you know that he's, like, the big leader of that syndicate, and then he dies, all right? He, he dies at the yeah. hands of Obi-Wan. I agree. So why does it matter that – yeah, why does it matter that he is still in the crime syndicate in that movie? No, it I doesn't. 100% like, agree. It, there's no point. He should have been dead other by than, that movie. 100% yeah. should have been dead. Well, well, yeah, even if he wasn't dead by that movie, there's no point in him appearing because we already know what he's doing at that time. Showing mm-hmm. him in that movie, it, it, it like it, 
it doesn't make sense from a story perspective and yeah. anyone that doesn't watch the like tv shows which i feel like is a very large majority of the older fans they will be mm-hmm. so confused because they 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 all probably think darth maul is still dead they didn't watch clone wars they don't know he's back alive yeah yeah yeah, and, and there's no there's no point in showing Darth Maul now because he's never going to appear in another movie because he's dead. And there's no point in showing him as the leader of the love interest in Han Solo because she's never going to show up again. I, I yeah. seriously doubt it. No, that's that's my thing, too, is at the end of that movie... She's not late. Exactly. She's not at the end of that movie, her going off... Okay, so she goes off realistically within, at most, two to three years, he's dead. And then you got you, – you'll just have chaos. The leader of the crime syndicate controlling multiple crime syndicates dying, they're all going to break off. They're all going to do their own thing. It doesn't matter. Why wouldn't she go back to Han Solo and confess her love to him and move on? I think it would have yeah, made – and we more, already know she doesn't. Yeah, it would have made significantly more sense to have Darth Vader show up at the end of that movie. If Darth Vader was – or even Palpatine, but I, I, I think personally Darth Vader – was in charge of all those crime syndicates just as his plan, that would just be – it'd be so much cooler. It would definitely fit better. To me, Solo – Solo was just a failed money grab. They didn't need to make a Han Solo movie. No one yeah, exactly. Before. They just thought exactly. it was going to be cool. Yeah, that's, that's money, fair. And then they didn't. Because yeah. Han Solo to me feels like a character that no one really needed to know the backstory of because they, they know enough as is. Like he's a, yeah, he's just a, he's a spice runner. He's a – criminal exactly and and that's cool it, yeah, it, we're milking the yeah. Series. and the, the mystery behind han solo's backstory to me is what sold him as such a lovable character mm-hmm. in the original trilogy you know I, I he's agree. just some random guy and, that isn't very kind <laughs> and i want to say too like the failure in the directing of solo like Tabor, you remember dad's friend who did it? by the way Tabor and i are brothers but you remember dad's friend who was in charge mm-hmm. of like the special effects for solo um, he, um, that guy, I feel really bad for him. And it makes me think of the entire, everybody who's making the solo movie, which is just a money grab, like stated earlier. I feel so bad for everyone involved in that production wise. They had to stay in Europe and continue to try and find a replacement for a director to finish out filming of the movie, to finish out every aspect of the movie. Like just, I, it's really disappointing that the directing was that much of a failure. Yeah. Oh, I do want to point one thing out, though. This isn't like it's not a big part of our uh, debate on the movie, but I think that Donald Glover as Lando Calrissian was amazing. I, I think that that was just I awesome. Agree. I love Donald. Yeah, it was Glover. such a great performance. Oh my gosh! And he Lando fit Lando so well. Like it felt like young Lando. The only thing I didn't like about Lando was the aspect of his freaking his feminist. Um, Droid. Oh, the robot that yeah. wanted robot rights. I, the I robot liked rights. Her. I thought droid, she was yeah. funny. I I thought she was funny I think too. That... I just wish, and uh, I I'm not trying to be controversial or anything, but I wish they would have left politics out of Star Wars completely. I really disliked that they added that. I I was okay with it because it felt like a lot of her scenes were played for laughs. Like she just seemed true. like the comic relief. I, I know. Like what a, I agree. You know, like a very yeah. yeah, a very um. Oh, what's the word for it? radical robot fighting for her rights i think that's funny oh yeah it, it is like, funny but like i wish you just wouldn't think of that <laughs> I, yeah i know I, I love that it's funny and uh everything i just i don't know i wish they would have found comic relief in a different way i don't think it's i i'm a political guy myself but i don't think it's cool to bring politics into star wars that's just that's not what star wars was made for and i really dislike that they did that mm-hmm I think the last thing I want to say about this movie is Han Solo is my favorite character in Star Wars of all time, and even I didn't want this yeah. movie. Yeah, that's fair. It it just wasn't needed to be made. It was just a money yeah. grab. If you're going to make Star Wars, quit trying to like pull from the originals to get nostalgia. Just make your own. You have such a cool idea for Star Wars. Just make new things. Yeah, I feel, I feel like that even goes for the sequel. One family. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it, it's... Make something new. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and it's such a... Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, the rehashed uh, point. I, I don't think that... If they wanted uh, the nostalgia aspect, the story should have focused entirely on the original characters. But since they obviously wanted to do their own thing, 
they relied on nostalgia too much. They should have separated themselves. It's a, it's a, obviously a very large galaxy. There are so many stories to be told. It doesn't always have to be about the Skywalkers and fighting Palpatine. I do. Okay, I'm gonna say though, with the sequels, I really do appreciate that they kind of tied together. Um, maybe not confusion necessarily, but just they tied together how star Wars works. And I wish they, uh, I wish they would have kept more, more honest to the original trilogy. Um, with, I don't know, with, I'm going to go back to how I, I didn't, I didn't like the choice of actors aside from Ewan McGregor, Sam Jackson, people like that side characters were great. Um, in the original trilogy or in the, um, sequels to the original trilogy, but, I I just wish they would have focused on making them like amazing movies all the way around, not just the story, not just the special effects, but the actual actors they chose. I wish they could have just done an absolutely amazing job and made you feel like, wow, I really feel like they tied this together. But I and they did, yeah. but it was they, just so awkward. Just consistency. You want, yeah, I, I feel that. I want, I wish that it was a much more consistent series to watch, mm-hmm. like the beginning of the story to the end. The end mm-hmm. feels like it, it feels like the end after the sixth movie. Mm-hmm. The, the the sequels to me, they don't feel like coherent with the originals. I agree. They're coherent. But that brings me story wise, but you you go from. The other, every other aspect of it, to me, it's just. I agree, Kason. It doesn't stick together well. It doesn't. It doesn't work. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that. I guess that. Um, I mean, we can talk about Rogue One, obviously. But oh yeah, that's one thing. the The fact that it's such a big galaxy, there's so many stories mm-hmm. that they could tell other than the Skywalkers. That's why I love the Mandalorian so much. Yeah. No, I agree. Mandalorian is awesome. It's different. And Rogue One, it's it it starts a completely new character chain. It's it's totally different. And mm-hmm. it was Rogue One still factors into the original trilogy. It does, but, but it's different people that it's showing, and it do, it ends a movie in my favorite way possible. And this is weird, Darth and Vader. it's not true. No, no, and it's not necessarily everyone's opinion, and it's not a great opinion. I'll admit, but I love movies where everyone Nothing ties in the end. I I just love them. <laughs> But yeah, no, I, I, I see that with Rogue One because it, it shows an entirely different side of the conflict. Like, it doesn't show the Skywalker melodrama. Yeah. It shows just normal people, mm-hmm. normal soldiers fighting against their oppressors. And oh, yeah. it, it works. I liked Rogue One. Yeah. I, I didn't love it, but I def- end, it's I definitely a fun movie to watch, especially that third act. Movies that didn't need to be made. Yeah. But Tabor, what's. Your, oh, yeah. You got an opinion yeah. on like Rogue it, yeah. One or Solo? The story of. Um, the story of yeah uh, yeah Tabor let's let Tabor and Ben talk Solo, <laughs> so but yeah sorry no I didn't want to you I didn't watch Solo I didn't want to do oh. that but with with Rogue One I just okay. um yeah <laughs> I don't know I didn't yeah. like it I didn't like it a lot because it just it is so much there's so many extra steps that it's a mixed bag i, I feel you for no reason and like like i think the character one with the force and the like, force like the characters, but the, it, the two main characters that i don't even remember yeah. the name of because they're that forgettable i only remember jim oh, i don't know the dude's name yeah just because she's an alcohol really it's an alcoholic and beverage so, that's all i remember the name for like them just the guy was just randomly being like, I love you now. Like, the series, the whole movie is supposed to take place in like two days. These two meet like partway through that, they don't know each other at all. And then at the end of the, by the end of the movie, they're just like, I love you, and I'm content with dying here because I'm with you. Like, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, I agree. That's fair. And I like I, that they. Uh, I, I completely agree. I like that they at least added Darth Vader fighting the rebels. Yeah, that was a, to that tie was a into the that force. That scene movie. was so great. I agree. It was a cool scene. Oh yeah, I yeah. Agree. No, it, again, yeah, it was another one of those nostalgia trips, but at least it was a cool one. Um, I do. 
I did not. No, like I didn't like her. She was just boring. She was just whining the entire movie, and I just don't find that as a good character trait. And she was carrying the yeah. Personally, I thought Solo or not Solo, uh, Rogue One had some pretty cool characters, but overall, I thought it was. Agreed. Yeah, I I really liked the third act, but the rest of the movie I could live without. (laughs) Yeah. So like the the fight scene on the is is it a moon? The fight scene on like the last, I think it's a moon. It might be just a normal planet, but that final like big battle taking place is just it's really enjoyable. Like the last stands of all the characters. Yeah, I actually, yeah, I actually really, uh, I I like like I I remember the robot's name K Tuso. I remember him and uh, the two other guys, like the blind guy and the big dude with the LMG. Um, I don't remember their names, but I think I liked them. Like they were a lot more endearing to me than the uh, sequel trilogy characters. Yeah, I agree. And can okay, wait. So I wanna yeah. I wanna cut Kason and I out of this because we've talked a lot. So I don't care what order you go in, but Trevor. Uh, Ben Tabor, what are your guys' opinions just on Rogue One in general? What do you guys think? Um, focused a little too much on things that didn't matter at all. Uh, no, I agree. I yeah, I thought it was unnecessary mm-hmm. and boring, and just kind of expanded on things that really uh-huh. no one cared about. Mm-hmm. And they just relied too much on nostalgia mm-hmm. by bringing Vader in, and we didn't ask for it. We kind of just wanted it's called a Star Wars story. I was expecting some separate, something separate. Actually, I actually disagree a, a little bit on the fact that it relied too much on nostalgia. Because I mean, Darth Vader's really only in it for about like that last little bit, and it is it is its own little yeah. separate story. I mean, it doesn't have. It, that much to do like it obviously connects to the original trilogy very heavily but it's not it's nothing yeah you know i thought it was original i guess to say the least but i it didn't rely too heavily like solo did it was more of its own thing. I really, yeah, I, I'm not a huge fan of Rogue One. It, it, like, I again, I, I I can't really sit through it. It's yeah. pretty boring to me too. But I I appreciate it. You know, like it, it's not. It it's got fun moments. It's got characters mm-hmm. that I actually really enjoy on screen. It's got good humor, and it's got pretty cool action. It, it it's a movie that I'm not like against. I I I, I appreciate it for what it is. But I don't like. I could definitely live without it. You don't hate yeah. it or love it. Like the fact that it exists, I'm okay with, and it's fun. But I could, I could live uh, without yeah, it. I, it's not yeah, like a big part sure. of Star Wars. So, um, okay. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna delve a little bit, a little bit deeper. Um, I want. So there's all the Star Wars movies. There's the Star Wars TV shows, Rebels, Clone Wars. What about? So to me personally. What made me like love Star Wars is is Lego Star Wars with the original three and the prequels. <laughs> That's it. What what are your guys' opinions Yo. on Lego Star Wars? What do you think about that? The complete saga, uh, bro. I love Lego Star Wars. I always remember playing it as a wee lad. Oh yeah. I but, adore it. It's yeah. a childhood memory. I think I think Lego Star Wars is one of the best <laughs> adaptations of Star Wars uh, ever. Because it's it's not yeah it's not serious. I mean it's a very like like goofy and uh, oh yeah like humorous take on the entire series. But it's funny and it's it, yeah, it's enjoyable learned, and it has a bunch of nods. Being at a young age, I I learned more from Lego Star like, Wars about the origin the the first two Star Wars trilogies. I learned more about them from Lego Star Wars than I did from watching the movies because I I understood the language that they were speaking in, not in terms of, um, you know, oh, actual language, but just, yeah, the lack of dialogue and just the sheer obviousness <laughs> that they threw in there to help children understand Star Wars. That is what made me love Star Wars. That, the that's it. The were about our politics. How am I supposed to mm-hmm. understand that? Yeah, bro. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, Lego... 
right. Lego Qui-Gon's death is so, so much sadder to me than real uh, Qui-Gon's death. Say what, like, our final opinions on, you know, Star Wars as a whole? Or... Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. We should talk about yeah, Do we, we want to talk about the Mandalorian? About oh, yeah. Just... I don't I think we all yeah. love Mandalorian. Cool, because... I... No, go ahead. Yeah. I'll, I'll be I'll brief. Go, Do you mind if I I'll start holding? I mean, you can if you want. I don't. I don't care. All right. All right. Cool. I, I. I'll be really brief. I think that the Mandalorian is the like. It, it's the perfect combination of Star Wars as it was before and Star Wars as it is today. It's got like the great special effects that we have with modern age. Uh, but it's got the perfect setting and like the tone of the original series. It's got a brand new cast of characters that uh, like don't relate to any of the old characters at all. It it doesn't rely on a bunch of flashy Jedi. It doesn't rely on the Emperor. It doesn't rely on the Skywalkers. But it's still an amazing story in a massive galaxy far, far away. I love it. Right, what are uh, what are the rest of your guys' opinions on the Mandalorian? Let's uh, let's start talking about it. Uh, I like it. I, I think the best part was of how original it was. Mm-hmm. I it didn't need to tie into anything. It was its own thing, and I think that was mm-hmm. perfect. I think that's what you need yeah, to do with Star sure. Wars. Yeah. Go go ahead, Trevor. Uh, I was just gonna say, um, it's good original idea, um, but. You know, back to talk about, you know, milking Star Wars, you know, it's not, it is what it is, but I mean, I don't really think they need to be like making all these spinoffs and making it like this huge world. I think they need to leave it, Yeah. you know, small, um, what, what it is now is fine, but if they keep up with like making all this extra stuff. I feel like it's eventually just going to ruin it, but I mean, or maybe not, you know, everybody's always going to love Star Wars. You know, could go that way. Yeah, that's fair. My, my thoughts with the new series and, like, it's connected to the originals and then all these spinoffs, there's just so much Star Wars in the media with TV shows and movies going on. I think it's it's fine for them to stray away from the main story because not everyone is going to watch every single thing. So people can stay on one story and then true fans can watch other stuff or new people can find the other stuff. And I think it, it just yeah. gives more options, but also you don't need to watch them. Yeah. Um, I think that what about Mandalorian as a whole is a great like show on its own like i think that the idea um that you can have an entirely separate story uh in the star wars universe was something completely new to them and they did a really great job and i think that i don't think there's anything wrong with making a new um series completely separate from the originals i agree um the whole the whole reason I love the Mandalorian, yeah, I, aside from the coolness factor of it, is I just I love Baby Yoda. He's just cool. <laughs> Baby Yoda, he's such a gamer. Yeah, we do love the child. Yeah, I one one small point. I I really um. I feel like the fact that they decided to put it in the same timeline as the original trilogy is probably its strongest, uh, like, plus. Because, like, even with the inclusion of that IG-88 bounty hunter, I think it was IG-11, is that his name? IG-11? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's IG-11, but I could be wrong. But, like, if if you were to see an IG bounty hunter droid in the new series, it would feel like an obvious nostalgia, like manipulation technique like if you see a bunch of old things from the original trilogy thrown into the new one it's obvious why they're doing it they're just trying to play on your nostalgia but with yeah but okay cool yeah but with including um but with putting the mandalorian in the same timeline they can throw in all these references without it feeling like fake you know like that that ig bounty hunter became a, a 
big part of the show. And even though it's like an obvious nod to the original trilogy, it's not like it's not only there to play on your nostalgia. It's there to use your nostalgia to appreciate this new character. Yeah. All right. All right. Um, I got one question for you guys to finish this out. Um, I'll start. Do you guys think uh, there's too much Star Wars? I don't know. Growing up, mm-hmm. I have personally with the job they've done yeah. on every single Star Wars movie, every single Star Wars spinoff. I don't think you can have personally enough Star Wars. I I love Star Wars. It's just it's great. Okay. It's a very loving point of okay. view. Um. Well, just with my personal opinions on the direction it's taken and just with the oversaturation that Disney has done to it, I do think that there is a very large amount of Star Wars to the point where it can be overwhelming. Um, I, and I've obviously, like, with the release of so many Star Wars movies in such a small time frame, I feel like people are probably getting uh, pretty numb to it right now. Like, when the... Force Awakens came out, everyone was freaking out because it's the first Star Wars movie in like a decade. And now everyone's just kind of like, eh, pretty over it. So I, I do think that even even though it's pretty beloved, it has its limits and they've oversaturated it mm-hmm. a bit too much. But that doesn't mean I'm gonna stop watching it because I, I, I love Star Wars and I'm gonna I'm gonna watch whatever they throw out. Um too right. much. Uh, um, what do you think? I don't know. I just really don't like the sequel trilogy. I think they completely ruined that. And I also just personally don't care too much for Star Wars. Um, when it comes to Star Wars, for me, it's, you know, kind of like, I like lightsaber. You know, that that's cool. I like, I like shooting lightning out of your fingertips, you know. Um, it doesn't have, like much for me you know i i could care less if they kept making them i could care less if they stopped making them so um i think that there's not too much star wars gen like necessarily i think there's just too much bad star wars i think what they tried to do yeah with the sequels and with the spinoffs didn't work and yeah. it's just oversaturated yeah. uh the same storyline over and over again and it's just kind of sucks at this point Yeah, I I feel like that's why Mandalorian felt like such a breath of fresh air to some people. Yeah, I would say there's just too much bad stories. I think they should just take their time mm-hmm. on what they're doing. Put passion into like what the audience wants. Yeah. I think okay. um <laughs> I think our quote of the night is uh I like lightsaber. Yeah. <laughs> Can't argue. All right. We lost Holden. Just trying to get in, but we're going to be closing it down soon. Yeah. 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 I think we're good. All right. Uh, thank you guys for listening. We're doing this every yep. Tuesday, hopefully. I agree. Very and good. I think we My favorite episode so far out of the two. <laughs> 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 yeah, two point five. Yeah, we don't talk about. Yeah, we don't talk about this. <laughs> this is the second one. I don't know what you're talking about. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks. All right. Thank you guys for listening.